Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has it before. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race All Star Six. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Hey everyone, <laughs> welcome back. We welcome are back. back here in Liverpool, our hometown. The Liverpool... Home of the pod. Home of the pod. Home of the pod. The well, primary recording studio. Yes. Not it, one of the secondary sort of no. satellite studios we have no. dotted around the country. Opulence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Opulence. So we're in Oxford. The last time we podcast of All Stars was in Oxford. It was. And Oxford is also beautiful. It was so very beautiful. clean. Yeah. It was so... It's like it was the Harry Potter. The gorgeous. It was very Harry Potter. <laughs> you you have con- like like Hogwarts. Well, Tom didn't know that we walked past the Harry Potter library where they filmed it. So I was like, I told Tom, I'm like, this is the Harry Potter library. And then I think that you thought I just said, I think everything's Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, I thought you were being facetious. I think hey, Tom's like, <laughs> everything's not Harry Potter, Paulo. Just because it looks like, like the movies. And I'm a- like, no, that's exactly where they filmed <laughs> the library part. Like, oh my god, that's that's an old looking building. That's where McGonagall lives. When Guardian throwing all my charms, places. it was great. And then we went to London. London, yes. We went to London, and town. we had a good time there, didn't we? we? Did. You um, were competing in the turf games. I was in the turf games. You were absolutely smashing, throwing around heavy things. You were running towards nothing, really. <laughs> um, you but know, the real question is, what were you running away from? Yeah, yourself. And what were you running towards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Let's sit with that for a moment. If you, if you could hear the dialogue in my head, and I think anyone that re- that goes to the gym, anyone that does any sort of class, whether it be body pump or you're just going for a run and mm-hmm. you're in that extreme fatigue, the the dialogue that I have in my head is so toxic. It's actually quite... <laughs> I, I, I don't want anyone to hear it. I am swearing at everyone. I'm yeah. swearing at everything. I want to hit the judge. <laughs> I, I do. I, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm in this constant... I'm, I'm angry and I'm just like, oh my gosh, why did I, why did I come here you, to do this? You sublimated that rage into your performance. And then afterwards, I'm like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Good times. Good times. It was great. Yeah, I made you, some... You were I made amazing. Some, you were really awesome. Thank you. I made some great people. Yeah, um, lovely team. Uh, optimum nutrition they looked after oh my gosh they really looked Did, after us because yeah, i yeah. so i was um competing with them in their team yeah so i was i was so lucky to be chosen all mm-hmm. you had to do was instagram and, and say that you're interested yeah and i got and i was selected though so i was happy they gave us like free protein drinks you all day hot, snacks hot and cold smoothies all, all they all gave day. us pre-workouts yeah they gave they gave us a uh, shelter Shelter. There was shelter. Land. There was shelter. They gave us land. There was land. There it was, was it was amazing. It was it was a great yeah. time and it was yeah. But now we're back here and we're gonna get into All Stars episode four, aren't Indeed. we? Indeed. <clears throat> Yes, so we're in the fourth actually, have you seen the drama going on between? Well, it's not really drama. I really love how low key it was because yes. it didn't become this big thing where yes. queens went after queens and then the fandom got involved and then it became this huge drama. I it think was, that's quite reflective of the tone of All Stars Six so far. These girls seem to be having a good time. They seem to have a sisterhood. Um, it's a bit like Drag Race Espana, you know. It just, it, I'm really, really enjoying the tone of these two seasons. But yeah, which which two queens was it again? So it was a interview that Silky had done, mm-hmm. and it was basically saying that well, she kind of came for Jan in the sense that she said mm. that 
Jan didn't sing live. She talked about the talent show, wasn't she? And I think she was comparing her own performance to some of the other girls. And she said that Jan didn't sing live, which is something when I read that, I thought, I don't think that's true. Because remember we said when we watched the program and reviewed it, that Jan clearly sang live with a backing track, which is a pretty standard thing that a lot of pop musicians and, you know, drag queens or the talent sing live. Do-do. 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 So tell us what you do-do. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think my impression of it was that Silky she was just talking and she chose her words quite poorly. Well, they were asking her about friendship mm. in the show. And she said, it's not just on friendship. She felt like Jan did the worst in the challenge regard in the second week. The make the the create an outfit challenge. Oh, did she say that? Did yeah, she, she said because um, if you go to the week, she said that Jan actually brought their corset from home, but they just decorated it. They're allowed to use undergarments as foundation garments, mm-hmm. so that was just smart of Jan, if you ask me. So she was, well, yeah, that, it was that, hot glue in a dream, but she that was good. hot glue in a prayer. And then she said that actually, and Jan as a singer, she didn't sing live. She said that she sang live. Um, she was going to vote for her. She was actually going to vote for Jan to go home last week. But Akira told her, if you stay and you vote for Jan, the other girls are going to get you out. Because they, they feel like uh, if you don't vote for her, the group thinks sh- should go home, you're going to be the next one going home. So she didn't actually feel like she should have voted for Serena Charger because she said that Serena actually didn't have the worst talent show, but the group made up their mind that Trinity K should actually stay because she's more to offer. And she said that if you really don't vote the way the group tells you to vote, there's a implication or there's a slight hint that you're going to be out next week because I, you're a loose cannon. So you know? Yeah, I guess like she's what she, what I'm taking from that is less shade, more that she's making an interesting point about groupthink in this sort of reality TV situation, which is an interesting and valid point. But people, what people are choosing to take from that is, oh my gosh, she say, shaded Jan. She shaded Jan. But I thought Jan's response was quite mature. Well, she, she did say that, and then she said that Jan... Like you, or like we already said, that Jan didn't sing live; that she lip synced, whereas Silky actually lips actually sung live. Yeah. And Jan was, and then Jan came across and said, "Actually, I did sing live. Mm-hmm. I um, she does what most artists do, where she brings the vocals. So she sings in the track. She sings in two tracks: one yeah. track with the actual the full song, mm-hmm. and then the other track she sings in had a um, the backing vocals on thirty percent and the actual mm-hmm. verse vocals." The, the lead vocals on 10%. Mm-hmm. So, um, or, or, or the other way around. Something like Something that. like that, yeah, where where it was there, but it was the volume was down quite low. I mean, you're the producer here. You understand all yeah, this. Yeah. So, basically, I mean, a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of pop artists they do. do that when they go and they have to sing live. Absolutely. And a lot of the times, it's, it's to keep you on cues and on mm-hmm. count, and they have the earpiece as well. So she was. She wanted to make it very clear that I actually did sing live, mm-hmm. but she did say what they do in editing is not up to me. But I sung live, so I don't know if that meant that actually they did use a backing vocal, and um, what even though, okay. even though, well, I'm, I'm wondering if they actually did use a backing vocals for Jan because they did. She did sing in the full one. Or I wonder what, if Silk is implying there because they usually do two run throughs of every performance. If they maybe kept in Silky's less exciting or more lacklustre performance and 
That's what she, maybe she means by the editor. It's not to me what they do in editing. Like with Farrah Moan, she performed twice. She fell doing one of them. They kept the one with the fall. Exactly. Well, so did, um, so did Latrice. She actually dropped the flag. But they but kept they in actually... her good performance. Yeah, so that's the only... Um, it was good that Jane actually came online and actually cleared it up and said, actually, I did sing live, but I've already talked to her. Yes. So there's no need to send any... Any hate towards anyone. I thought they were really mature. I think Jan is right because, you know, her bread and butter is singing. She's one of Stephanie's child. There it is. You know, it's important for her to defend her reputation in that sense. And I've got no doubt that Jan was live with a backing track. You could just tell. Um, Can we just talk? Yeah, let's clear it up. Let's just talk about last week's lip sync. Can I just talk about one more thing? Okay. Please, permission. Go. Okay. The, no, the, time's up. <laughs> why, why did you wait? Why did, the, what, what, what was the get for? The, the rumours of the all-winners season are gathering momentum again. Um, so I've got this off Reddit and also Mira Mangle, who we've mentioned before. Um, really, really good. You know, she's basically replaced Jake Yonce, really, on, on YouTube. But the latest rumours for the all-winners season, it seems actually that it might actually be locked in. And there is. But it's not the cast you'd expect. Now, whenever we've spoken about an all-winners season before, name your top four queens who you would either expect or would love to see on there. Go. What do you do? It would be Jinx, Bob mm-hmm. the Drag Queen, mm-hmm. Bianca Dario, and Tyra Sanchez. Okay, but they'll never get King James. Well, sorry, Tom, you asked me and okay, I gave my okay. answer. That's fine, that's yeah, fine. Okay. thank you. Um, yes, okay, so only one of those is in this cast. Also, if you're including All Stars Girls, you've got to have Alaska there, you know? I just don't feel like if... I think if they do do an All Winners, it should be an All Winners, not an I lost, but I came back and won again. I feel like you've mm-hmm. already had your All Stars chance. So the, but, ru- the yeah. rumor, I, I think, I think it would be interesting. I, I, do you see where you come from? My ideal scenario would be to have all the winners of the main series and no All Stars, and that would be fabulous. Never happen. Um, so um, close your ears, guys, if you don't want to find out um, who's in this rumored list. But the rumored girls are Jada, uh, Evie, uh, Shay Calais. The Vivienne, which is really, really interesting to me. Uh, Raja, Jinx, um, and there's two more. They've forgotten who they are. Well, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, but it's only a cast of eight, and the rumour is that the format is going to be that nobody's eliminated. They collect stars. And I think that's the way all stars should go. Cause it's a good it's way of celebrating of, Yeah, and you get more integrity that way instead of being mm-hmm. sent home as a winner. It's, it gives more respect to them as winning queens Yeah, instead of going home or being a loser. It's who can... We're all winners. Who can win the most? Yes. I, I like that better. Yeah. No. Oh, Monet's going to be there and Trinity. They're the other two. Really? Both Monet and Trinity, yeah. Oh... <sighs> Okay, I, which is interesting. I guess to have there's the um, back. room for everyone. Let's just say that but there's so many missed opportunities there because, like, wouldn't it be great to have Bob and Monet on the same season? Hmm. The siblings, you know, the the interaction would be so good, and like get Jinx and Alaska back together because I've got my long-standing theory about them having a secret friendship that was edited out of season five. Okay, because of that yeah. one moment where it looked like Alaska tried to hug her and they cut away. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't until it's a real thing I think it's just talking about nothing I'm not going to lie Tom I really like the idea of seeing the Vivienne among those girls because um, I think she's true like international material the Vivienne she's so oh, absolutely yeah absolutely she, ask house queen she would she would do very well 
in there too. First out would be Monet, by the way, um, <clears throat> in my opinion, because you know she really should she 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 shouldn't be a winner. Jinx <laughs> is obviously an amazing contender. She'll be she'll go far. She'll go far. Let's that focus on go far. let's focus on the all stars now. Okie now dokie. when we were looking at let's have a recap on last week. Last week, who won? What, what challenge was it? It was a commercial, commercial challenge, comedy challenge, yep. which they scripted themselves and. Da, 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 ah, Trinity, Trinity. which leads to that lip sync. I have watched it again and again. I can vouch and for again. this. Paolo has been watching it on repeat, and every time I look at your little face when you're watching it, there's a little grin all the way across your face. It is. It is. We have not seen a lip sync like this in years. When was the last time that a lip sync gave you these feels? Uh, Brooke and Evie? I think it would have been Alyssa then. and Coco? It would have been... Sonique and Morgan? Brooke and... I think Brooke and Evie would be the last time that Brooklyn. I was I was actually impressed. Where I was yeah. actually like, yes. At the, at the moment, how it's gone so far, the lip syncs are just part of the show. It's just part of what happens. And then you're not really like, wow. Mm. Or like, oh my gosh. You're not. You're just watching going, okay, this person was good. This person was bad. But last week watching it, it's just, it's just so good. And it's I watched really it. Phenomenal. I watch it again and again. And... And it's they are both good. Like, this should have been the double. Like, really should have. Like RuPaul regretted as she was looking at that lip sync. She regrets giving the double win to Raja and Brooklyn because this <laughs> lip sync, the lip sync between Laganja and Trinity, was a million times better. It was really, really great. And I mean, there were so many other factors that came into play. So it was really nice to see Trinity have that moment and have such a successful week. She was a bit crazy and untucked, wielding her power like an axe, but that was entertaining to watch as well. Wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it really was. I must say, instead of no one's here, no one here's congratulating <laughs> me. Y'all just came in and said, in your case, and none then, of you came in congratulating me. Ginger, do you feel like you need to be here? Well, well of course. Do you feel like a bottom bitch? This is not acting like one. Yeah, and she's like, change your energy. What was that girl? I loved it. It was fascinating to watch. And then um, Laganja having that moment and like, you know, I think she said actually quite publicly, I want that to be my last, I'll never come back for All Stars now. I want that to be my last moment on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and going out on such a high, and she just looked happy and healthy and stuff. And it was just really, really it nice. Was, yeah. This is a good way for Laganja to close out. Definitely. The end of her chapter with RuPaul's Drag yep. Race. And what a great way of springboarding herself forward and raising her profile. She was, she was, so, the lip sync was great. And I can't get over the beginning where Trinity is just, the way she's just singing with that intent. Yes. And just, it's just like, oh my God. God, yeah. I just get hypnotized. Her face is fantastic. She, she like it's little subtle movements, and mm. oh god, I can't. I mean, but, I I don't think we're gonna get a lip sync like this again for another many many years. But of course, it took. It's, of course, it took Trinity K. Bonet and Laganja to come yeah. in and do that because we have not seen a lip sync like this in years. Can I'm just serious. Say as well. Apparently, it's currently the top rated episode on IMDb. Yep, it is. Um, but the, interestingly, most of the top 10 are All-Stars 2 episodes, which I think makes sense. It was such a good season. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's fan favourites that they oh, bring back. Fan favourites and actually was a really good season as well. Okay. Tom, let's actually get into the episode now. Uh, I, I think, no, we'll find out what it's going to be about, won't we? Let's have a look. 
Okay, let's talk about what happened. So oh. post the Mexi stage elimination, still return. We've said goodbye to Silky. Everyone's come back in. She's and- not his trance. He was wearing slippers when she came back in. Well, you know, she's just danced. <laughs> I know, she's danced her little feet Her off. feet are sore, Tom. Oh, they are. It's hard. They are, yeah. she's not, It's hard enough standing in heels. <laughs> now you have to go and dance in them. Come on, oh, give the girl a break. So they come in there, and I guess we do the whole reveal. Who voted for who? And it was actually really close. Um, it was, yeah, really, because s- one vote the other way. Six voted for Akira, yeah. and four no, voted... Silky. So, six voted for Silky, and four voted for Akira. Yeah. It... Was it was it was quite close. When I mean, the Trinity also voted for Silky as well. Yeah, and I mean, I th- I really admired Akira's response. Akira was determined not to like be sucked into a well of negativity and kind of be angry at the girls. I think like she's allowed to acknowledge, you know, she's allowed to let her feelings out. She's allowed to acknowledge some anger because I think anybody would in that situation or some upset. But, you know, she dealt with immaturity. She didn't get into a scrap with anybody. Um, and it was good. Like, I, 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 I really like... Akira's got, like, this evenness about her. She's a cool chick. She's not petty. No, 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 she's it, not. It is what it is. Let's move on. I think that is the kind of energy that you do get from her, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing much that focuses... Um, that the show really focuses on, except that they're really making it known that Jan is pressed... Jan is pressed. And uh, I mean, this is when they came back in the next day. Interestingly, they read Silky's message the next day. They don't usually do that. They usually like wipe it off when still in drag when they come back in. Oh, just something I noticed. Um, But yeah, Jan is feeling some kind of way. They're kind of setting up. Is it going to be a bit of a Jan episode? I don't know. Are we going to be feeling the Jan to see? Um, But yeah, Jan really is feeling her own Jan to see, isn't she? She's feeling a little bit of delusion because she's saying, well, not really, because like her and Ginger shouldn't really have been in the bottom, I don't think. But Jan is letting it be known to the rest of the group that's how she feels. I think she's trying to reassure herself as Mm. well as let them know I was in the bottom, but I'm not. I should not have been there. Me and Ginger should not have been there. This shouldn't really count in our track record. So if something happens and then we need to see who's been in the bottom, this doesn't count. I think. I think she's making it very clear that this didn't count. We should not have been in the first place. I think part of Jan's philosophy is in terms of how she feels, the way she conducts herself. It's very like fake it till you make it. You plaster on that smile and you 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 know you strut out their tits and teeth and you you project to the world that you're confident and you're happy and that you're going to succeed and then success will follow you i think that's her, her philosophy mm. but then like she she gets pushed so far and then she you know we get the face crack of the century or or fake tears about her best friend going home wasn't that a, what is <laughs> was that not a moment <laughs> This week we got a, the Maxi Challenge this week is a musical tribute to RuPaul and it's kind of in the Super Bowl style. So they each have to select an iconic halftime performer. Uh-huh. So they get to choose themselves, didn't they? It's the, not he's, like she the, said, we asked you to choose somebody before you came. Yeah. yeah. So they each choose it. And then in the style of the headliner that they chose, they need to lip sync the stadium down. So one of RuPaul's songs, I am hoping we get another Trinity K day lip sake i hope this is her this is her bread and butter this is this for me has trinity written all over it it's a lip sync performance it's a classic um all-stars lip sync kind of divas famous women type of performance isn't it yeah like like the it's like another take on the divas one in season three or the women of history one from season two yeah of all-stars um when ginger was amazing 
Hoss around. Very comedic, very good. I foresee Kylie being good in this one as well. Kylie. I think there's space for Kylie to be... Who do we think they're going to choose? Okay, let's play that game. We haven't yet found out who they've chosen, but let's let's just go through all of the queens and knowing their style, knowing the, how they do drag mm-hmm. and the kind of music or performances they do. Let's guess. Now, we did, we did have to remind ourselves a little bit of who has performed in the Super Bowl because there was some we could remember off the top of our heads, but we did have to check. Did it have we? to be someone from the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. But that's the idea, I think. That's the kind of palette that they have to paint with. Sure. Sure, sure, Jen. Sure, Jen. So, Sonique, who do you think Sonique's going to choose? We'll do this really quick. I thought with Sonique, of, of the women available, I thought Christina Aguilera, because um, she kind of paid tribute to her with her denim look. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or and, Britney. Or Britney's not done the halftime. Oh, she think. hasn't. But Britney would be ideal for her because she could do some flips and stuff. Yeah. Oh, true. So, mm-hmm. well... Britney I do can't think, flip anymore. I, I think Sonique loves to reference those kind of noughties divas as well. Britney, Christina, her bag. Pandora might do... Madonna. Madonna. I know for a fact that Pandora actually has done Madonna impersonation and loves Madonna. So I'm quite confident Pandora will be Madonna. Oh, that'll be a good one. Yeah. i the same age. Uh, yeah. Ginger. Ginger will do... I think Ginger will pick somebody kooky, funny that she can have fun with. So I was thinking Katy Perry. How was Katy Perry kooky funny? Her whole shtick, like, especially like the California girls kind of era. It was just about like, I'm silly, I'm camp, I'm kooky. And her whole halftime performance had like the dancing sharks and stuff. Well, then maybe she'll be um, a wrecking ball girl. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Has Miley done it? No, no. Could you imagine? Gosh, um, no. Hell no. Yeah. Katy Perry. Mm, I don't know. Ginger. Ginger. I don't know who Ginger could do. I really don't. Maybe Shania Katie. Twain? Maybe Katie. Uh, with the next one is Eureka. Now, I thought with Eureka, now I just remember how she literally cried her little heart out when she met Lady Gaga. So that'd be the one that she'd want to go <laughs> for. The first episode of season, was it season nine? It's like, girl, you saved my life. She went from reading everyone the house down to... <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she took us on a journey, didn't Girl, she? she? <laughs> I think we got the true look of who Eureka was in, yeah. the, in the first 10 minutes of that first episode. Absolutely. Okay, she could do Lady Gaga. I think Akira, Akira Petty LaBelle, Tony Braxton. Somebody, some some cool black diva. Yeah. I see. We Patty all know that Trinity K. Bonet is going to be Beyonce. Now, remember the in- exchange between her and Bianca? When, um, Everyone remembers the exchange so between though. her and Bianca. And she was like, "Oh, I am Beyonce." Trinity said, and then the cutaway to Bianca. She's like, "Beyonce, she looks like Sammy Davis Jr." Ha! <laughs> you can paint to be. Um, what? Give me the artists. Oh, she named some girls that you. Yeah, you can paint to be yeah. these other girls, but yeah. Beyonce's just pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was, I mean, that alone is a read. It all was. Oh, Bianca was letting her have it that episode. Bianca lets everyone have it equally. Mm. Now, Raja, I think Raja's going to do Janet Jackson. I think Diana I think she'll Ross, do a Janet. She's been compared to Diana Ross in the face before. She's got those beautiful doe eyes. She does, actually. Yeah. With the makeup, she could absolutely look Ms. like Diana. Ross. Scarlet Envy? I, I think, I mean, if she'd done the Super Bowl, I reckon Scarlet would do Lana Del Rey. I think, like, she'd be her bag. Otherwise, I couldn't really think of anybody. Maybe Shania Twain or someone. Okay. Yara Sophia. For me, Yara Sophia should do J-Lo. 
I think she would be amazing. And I mean, J-Lo was only like last year that they did it. And it was such a good performance. Oh, wow. It was a dancer's dream to be a part of that. Did you know J-Lo has never had any surgical intervention? It's all olive oil. Yes, Tom. I know that. Mm. She's natural. She's all natural. Um, I would love it. She did Gloria Estefan. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if she just like looked a little bit further back and went for her as an icon, Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Okay. And then Jan. Jan. Jan would be anyone. <laughs> Jan, Jan's like a loose cannon. Well, remember like the Madonna, like she wanted it and she was like, that's fine. I'll sing my tits off. Yeah. And she was giving the Madonna. She Jan would do anyone, but it's a lip sync. So I think that Jan's going to go for someone dancey. Okay. Jan's going to go, because it's not a singing one. She's not going to go for something that's vocally great. She's going to want to make sure that you can see that she can dance. Mm-hmm. So maybe she'll do Christina. Maybe she'll do Beyonce. I wouldn't be surprised if she did Beyonce. Let's be honest. No, no. I mean, Trans- Madonna. Jan will be Madonna. Oh my gosh, I think Jan would As definitely a do Madonna. She'll have to fight Pandora for that. And like, Beyonce, uh, yeah, called her Beyonce. Trinity would scratch her eyes right out before she let her be Beyonce. Trinity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would She would go for her. I th- yeah, I think no one's allowed to touch Beyonce. I think Beyonce is Trinity. Jan could, obviously we've seen her do an amazing Madonna before. Um, it's just, Pan- it feels like more like Pandora's bag. I-, I think she, because of her entrance, I think she could, you know, on season one, I think she might be Fergie from Black Eyed Peas. But for no, no, absolutely not, Tom, because Fergie is just not a like, what would you do? She's a singer, but this is a lip sync. She danced, didn't she? This is a lip sync. Didn't Fergie dance? She she moves, yes, in a compelling way. Who would you do? Who would you do if you're if you're in the challenge? You'd do Madonna, obviously. Obviously, why Why is it obviously? Because I love her. So, can you do what she does? Yes. Yes, of course I can. No, nobody can do what Madonna does. What? Bad. No one can do bad the way Madonna does. No, nobody can be the icon who changed the face of pop culture like Madonna did. Okay. So, I would, if I was in this, I, I mean, cliche, homo cliche, I would definitely be Beyonce. I know you would be Beyonce because she's your Madonna. Like. We can't say, you're, like, you'll defend her the way that Tara Sanchez defended her. Yeah. That is disrespectful to Beyonce. <laughs> I almost got out of this chair and hit your ass. But <laughs> 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 they were talking bad about it. <laughs> but I think, and then JujuB was like, what does she think that Beyonce pays her bills? <laughs> but like, the, the Beehive, which are the people who love Beyonce, <laughs> like they are so passionate. And I, and I feel that you got a look at what a Beehive looks like in Tyra Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot talk bad about Beyonce yeah. in front of her. I feel like I, I'm like that. Like that. Wasn't it Tati- Tatiana said, didn't she, that she laughed when Beyonce fell over and Tyra was mortally offended. <laughs> She's like, she could have been hurt. That was offensive to Beyonce. <laughs> it was fantastic. I hope Beyonce reaches out. Hope Beyonce <laughs> reaches out to Tyra and you know, like, encourages her to get her back, to come back Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, let's have a look. Should we have a look? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to do the whole rehearsals and then into it, but if they do, they've we can just the talk about the actual Jamal performance. Sims. Jamal Sims is a very... I, I've i only heard of him from Drag Race. I've not heard of him and what he does. Choreograph Madonna. Oh, really? Which one? All of them. <laughs> no, I can't remember which concert. He, well, he, he has worked with Madonna. He was not the Vogue. He was not the for Vogue. No, no. Um... I can't remember which era, but he has worked with her because they met because he choreographed Madonna the musical, and they were like, "Yay, Madonna's actual choreographer." 
Hmm. Yeah. Is he still working out there professionally like this? I, I, I would imagine so. I just think he's always got such a nice attitude. He's not, he's he, not there to create drama. I know that. I know that. I, I really do love him, actually. And especially, he's he's such a dance teacher and yeah. a dance mom. When people perform, he's like doing the moves mm. with them in his head. Yeah. He's, he's that kind of uh, teacher and choreographer, which is very reflective of how I think I and everyone else is like when you're watching other people do your uh, choreography. Mm. Uh, let's have a look. Okay, we've seen the performances and we're going to do it queen by queen, aren't we? We are. Cool. Before we do that, though, we did get some lovely reviews, too, actually. We're going to read them out now while you're stuck in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Duclo, or Duclo. Duclo? D-U-C-L-O. Duclo. 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 Andrew. We'll call him Andy. And can I call you Andy? <laughs> now, Andy says you both get five stars. So, in my professional opinion, your podcast gets ten stars. <gasps> Thank you so much. Um, ends up giving us the redemption look that I wanted was for Ginger to do a glow up of this season's entrance. How brilliant <laughs> would it have been good. to know? <laughs> I love that entrance look, though. Tom, you sometimes I feel like you have an, a great eye, but then knowledge of fashion doesn't mean that you have fashion. And I feel like at the moment you just have knowledge because if you think that that outfit was nice, you're blind. Do you know what, though? Also, people are allowed to have different opinions, so shove that up your ass. Tom, This first of all, I would love that. <laughs> Second of all, Tom... Um, no <laughs> a wrong opinion is it right look tom we've wandered off topic okay? yeah so andrew and i disagree but i agree the glow up should have been of the interest look how was it would that have that been, been funny immediate front runner now much love to you both from edmonton alberta canada oh wow canadian listener how lovely so next up we have josie not 100 sure where josie's from but josie giving us five stars thank you josie uh my absolute favorite drag race podcast always comes out super quickly uh, and I really appreciate the knowledge and thoughtful discussion throughout. The structure means discussions aren't biased towards the end result, and it's fun to re-watch along and hear the opinions throughout. Overall, Drag Race knowledge is always on point, and the chemistry between Paula and Dr. Tom is brilliant. Uh, keep it up, guys. I mean, I disagree about the chemistry, frankly. <laughs> I'm thinking about replacing you. Different podcast, maybe Josie. Maybe not this podcast. Are you sure you're thinking jo- of us, Josie? Josie, like we love the, we love the feedback. We love the five stars, but just get your reviews straight. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you so much, mm. and thank you for Andrew. Anyone else that wants to send us a message or a review would love that. Love would help so us much, out a lot. So please you. do so. Now let's get into the halftime divas. The first queen up was Fergie or Ginger Minch. Now Ginger was Fergie. She what was. Did, What did you think? I thought that because I know that Ginger is such a charismatic and talented performer, I felt like maybe my expectations were a bit high. Um, I thought Ginger did her best with the dance moves. She moved around in a compelling way. She pulled some good faces. I don't know if they were like Fergie faces. She was like pulling kind of like... It's like, you know, comedy faces. To me, Fergie's more like, like Jamal Sims said, like smoldery and pouty. Yeah. Um, I just didn't feel like this was Ginger's element. I felt like she should have chosen someone different. I yeah. kept asking, like, does she know Fergie? Do you even know her? Do you even know her? Do you, do you even know Gianna Versace? <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, Ginger Minj chose Fergie. You know what? Even when she said she was going to do Fergie, my the first thing I thought of was why. Mm-hmm. She you, She's more... When I think of Ginger, Ginger more theatrical. She's more... Th- you know that that style is more campy and she does that very well um good yeah. on her for pushing herself yeah. and doing a hip-hop i thought that was good she sold this performance in her face 
Yes. And her body yeah. just wasn't there with her face. Um, she did not move like Fergie. She did not move like a no. pop star diva. But her face gave me everything that I wanted. And I was just thinking the whole time, if only she did something campy. Like Katy Perry, who I said originally. If, if only she did something campy, we, we, she could camp it up and not rely too much on the you know, rigidity of choreography. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it isn't her forte it's not i also thought that this whole mix um of this song was underwhelming and not a great opener anyway i like the song i I thought it just underwhelmed it's too like mid-tempo i think we needed something a bit more bombastic for the opening number Mm. but that's just me Uh, i mean i direct shows all the time you know (laughs) check the cv (laughs) uh look we'll we'll go with stars five stars okay what's how many stars do you give her three three yeah she gets a, a, a three for me it wasn't bad it wasn't great it's not memorable at all. There was no messing. She up. chose the wrong person, she, is what I want to yeah. say. She chose the wrong. Can, like when we compare it, attitude. when we compare it to the um, her what she did in All Stars Two, the horse around. Yeah, she had fun with the Catherine the exactly. Great. And you know, I know it was it was a different kind of performance, but like just like the charisma that she had as Edie Massey in Eggs Eggs Eggs. Like if she had ten percent of that here, or if the character permitted ten percent of that, she chose the wrong character. She chose the wrong character. All, yeah. yeah. So yeah, three stars for me as well. Now let's talk about Eureka doing Madonna. Madonna. I'll go first because H Madonna. Yes, uh, Madonna. I think Eureka is a great performer. Mm-hmm. I think Eureka is a great drag queen. Yes. She's come so far in terms of performing in front of people because the PTSD must have been really there, you know, because remember that story, her father shouted at her. um, I think she did a great job. She with the choreography that she was given with the Mm -hmm. sound and the tempo of it. It was it didn't call for like a boom bustic kind of like firecracker performance and i think that she she found a really good balance with finding that place in terms of the energy she the choreography was great the the energy was great that she gave and the whole time i was just thinking that this is a drag queen performer doing madonna i liked Mm. it the look was completely on point so this is the same look the pharaoh did in the madonna night for thousand madonnas um, and it's she looks stunning, and I actually was really impressed with the illusion of Madonna that that Eureka had painted. I thought it was really really good. Um, she looked beautiful. Uh, the moves were a reference to this halftime show, so it was fairly accurate choreography um, because she did this whole kind of ancient Egyptian kind of Illuminati kind of theme. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. I think I think did did she like fully embody like Madonna's personality? Not 100% sure that she did, but she was super duper polished and she did a great performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd give her four stars. I'd give her four stars. Uh, it's better than Ginger's. It definitely was better than perfect. Ginger's. It wasn't. Well, I didn't, I didn't see any mistakes, but then obviously, you know, Madonna personally. Yeah. Um, friend of the pod. That's fair enough. So you, yeah. if you're saying that she didn't really capture Madonna, I'll take your word it's for like it. It's like there's something about Madonna. It's she's got like this, you know, kind of like bulletproof, narcissistic charisma. And okay. I didn't get that feeling. Okay. I, I got Eureka doing Madonna, which is what we're seeing. Yeah. You know, but I got a bit more Eureka than Madonna, maybe, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So four stars. 
Raja as Diana Ross. Oh, first of all, we I have to give props to the vocal artists that they yeah. had found to do the vocals of all of these queens because they good. I thought the Madonna vocals were very like specific to that Madonna era. They were very good, that sort of MDNA era. And this is great as well, the Diana Ross vocals. So yes, props to her mama. I think I saw on TikTok one of the girls who actually does this. She is a singer, but she's also a voice um, um, she 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 does voices too. What talented vocal cords. She was showing how she would she was doing the uh what was it? It was one of the one of the earlier seasons where they mm. had to do different voices for different artists. Okay. Oh, it was All Stars where they had um the, Is it the deepest one, the, yeah, like the, Stevie the, and it was Stevie Nicks and all of them. It was yeah. her, so I've seen her do it on TikTok. So okay. I wonder if they got the same what one talented here. Talented lady, very talented. Yeah. Now let's talk about Raj' performance. Raja was Diana Ross, and yeah. true essence of Diana. Now it's. It was it was Diana Ross. I, it was I good. Agree. She had like the wafty, airy, kind of ethereal moves. Her face is beautiful. We by the way, we got this one right. Yes, we guessed yes, this one right. That's right. Yeah, Raj is a Raj is the right it. one. Um, and yeah, she looked gorgeous. She, I think she embodied her really, really well. It's a very short segment, but that's not Raj's fault. Uh, was it the most challenging choreography in the world? No, but she embodied Diana, which is what it called for. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, th- I think she fulfilled some, the brief. Some of, the, really, really well. some of these artists are choreographers and dancing. Mm. So some of them are going to be really big on the dancing performing element. Another parts of it are going to be very trying to capture the essence of yeah. that queen. So when it's very basic like this in terms of choreography, they're going to start, you have to start looking about, uh, looking at, does she do the little things that Diana Ross does? That mm-hmm. smile, the way that she used these shimmies, the hair bounce. Yeah. Now these are the things you're going to start looking at. And she did it. She did. She, she did. did the hair bounce, which I enjoyed. As a point of comparison, which is good as Bibi Zahara in the All-Stars 3 Divas. Yes, but yeah, then I, I don't agree. think that um, Bibi Zahara... Bibi Zahara was funny. She, she camped it up. Didn't she win that challenge? I don't remember. Um, I thought she was great. I, I guess I'll give her five stars, really, because I can't pick any fault with it. Yeah, I, I'm still going to go four because it wasn't... Because it was easy. Okay, for okay. me. I'll give it four It was and easy. Half. We're not going to go on half, Sam. So. Oh, my gosh. So it's a, it's a four for me. Now, we got Yada next. Now, Yada chose Shakira, and mm-hmm. I was going to say Shakira before. Yeah. I was going to say J-Lo and Shakira, mm, but we'll, she did do Shakira. We'll give you half a point for that. Okay. She did Shakira, and I'm going to go through the performance now. I think that her body was very Shakira. I think mm-hmm. that she definitely captured the movement, the body rolls, the the hip, the, the hip yes. little tricks. The, on point. The, yeah, the, she's dancing in feet, which is what Shakira does live mm-hmm. nearly all the time, so yeah. she captured that. The only thing that I would have to critique is her face. I was going to say didn't, that. I didn't completely. get. I didn't get any energy or, or much energy so, from her face. Now I don't know it's because of, of if she's had any work which I, she couldn't do, but like I just didn't feel any passion. So I, she's kind of the opposite of Ginger Minch. If she could just mm-hmm. have Ginger Minch's face on that body, what an amazing performance! But she just wasn't sending it with her face. I and completely it, agree. Yeah, because I, that's exactly what I was going to say. That like I do believe it's a combination of Shadow's had a little bit of work done. Her face is less expressive, but also her makeup is a little bit more dramatic and slightly mask-like. And I think a combination of those things means she. I mean, it's not like Shakira does have like a facial intensity, doesn't she? She does convey things through her eyes, and yeah, 
It's not, but yeah, completely agreed. The dance moves are fantastic, and overall, I think she did a fabulous job. It was a good job, yeah. as it was just her face, and she had a tendency to look down a lot. Mm. The thing is, when I actually remember watching Shakira perform and thinking Shakira does look down a lot, but when she does look down, it's because. I don't think I agree with this tactic, mm. with this performance um, tactic where when she's doing her hips thing, she looks down at her hips and it's almost like creating a vector for you to mm. look at it too. Yeah. So the, the focus is going on the hip moves. And like, I, I, I understand why she does it, but yeah. I don't agree with it a lot because anyway i don't want you to overuse it and i think that she looked down a lot all the time and it's the classic 101 like you perform to where you look and your energy goes Mm. to where you're looking if the energy is pointing at the ground like a a lot of the energy is being lost on the audience i don't get it because it can be a little bit of a seductress thing sometimes as well the kind of like look down then up kind of thing Uh, yeah it could be that but like it was happened too many times for it to be on purpose and deliberate Mm. it happened a lot to the point where it's like Okay, come on. Come on, like babe. it conveyed a bit of uncertainty, maybe. Yeah, okay. or, or just like looking around for the next thing to do. But I think she got the, I mean, that wig is on point. That wig is Shakira. The so look was she great. literally, she, was she found Shakira, she stalked her, then she scalped her and made a wig from it because that wig is perfect. Just and the movement was perfect and it was such a good performance. I just wanted more from the face. In All Stars 1, her bestie Alexis was uh, Shakira. In the that version of Snatch Game, which wasn't quite a Snatch Game, the Gaffin thing, lost in the midst of time. Um, yeah, so how would you rate her? I'd give her a strong four. Okay, so that sounds like a four point five. That's basically what you're saying. A strong four. Okay, I I feel like any criticisms I have are quite nitpicky, so I'm going to give her a five. Okay, cool. Yeah. So next up we have Scarlet Envy uh, as Katy Perry, which I didn't predict, uh, but there we go. I thought this was great. I lolled. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the whole original performance is so fun and camp and it generated a lot of memes because the whole left shark thing. Um, I loved the fact, and I was laughing at her in the workroom Talk as well. Talk to us about left shark, Tom. Well, left shark, when, when she did this performance in the Super Bowl, um, there were two sharks. She did like a kind of beach California girls thing and there were two great white sharks, which I love, love sharks. Um, and the one on the right was like hitting the moves and stuff and left Chuck got a bit confused and all over the place and generated a lot of gifts and memes. Everyone's like, yeah, left Chuck. Um, so I love that she came out in the shark outfit, but I was also glad when she took it off because it was constraining her at the beginning and the joke only went so far. Um, so I had my lol, she took that off. And then um, I really, I thought Scarlet was great considering her whole thing on her season was Scarlet can't dance, you know, and that's why Scarlet went home. She's worked on that. Um, you know, you've performed on the same stage as her. Um, and I, I thought she was great and she embodied that like Katy Perry silliness. Um, and there's a the good bit at the end is like, wait, where's left shark? She shut it off. So it's hmm. funny. I really enjoyed this. Good. First of all, she performed on the same stage as me. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I think about the performance? I thought it was very cute, and mm-hmm. it wasn't. I mean, you said that she worked on a choreography. There was no choreography here, besides, like, just I want you to. It was just classic, like, like a hip, hip, hand, hand. Just spin, and it didn't call for a choreograph much choreography or any for me choreography but i guess that is choreography but it just was simple and i think that's the good thing the good thing about jamal sims is that jamal sims likes to work with the artist Mm -hmm. and doesn't like to 
like come up with a choreography and then meet them and then I don't care if you don't get it, you have to do it. There's the choreography. I think he likes to make sure that it's tailored to you. He wants you to look good. Mm-hmm. And I, that's one thing that you have to respect from Jamal because some choreographers come on there and regardless, they want you to do what they've got in their head for you to do yeah. even if you're not going to do it well and it kind of Fs up them and their and them in their competition. So I think that this was a great performance. I think everything down from the styling from the idea, the coming out in a shark yeah. and then transforming into the bikini yeah. and then referencing something very iconic of that moment mm-hmm. of what she is doing. I thought she did a very good job. Yeah. It wasn't complicated in terms of like when I look at execution, it was great. But when I look at difficulty, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I think a lot of the things where I'm going to give people a strong four is because if it's not difficult, I, I have to okay, kind of deduct. From, yeah, I have to take okay. that into account. This was a very stellar job. There were no no mistakes for me here. And she performed with her face too. And I got all of the energy she gave. Mm-hmm. It's a strong four for me. Okay, it's a five for me. Yeah. Okay. I believe at some point I'm going to have to introduce five stars maybe. Um, but um, yeah, really, really good. Can I just say one thing as well? That um, I, in terms of the format, I prefer the format where the girls are on stage and they bring the other girls in as backing dancers. I really like that in the past performances. It just creates like interplay and more humor and stuff. So I kind of wish they were doing that instead of the one girl on with two dancers, then bring the next girl on kind of thing. Uh, get me? I know, I know what you're saying and no, I don't, I don't like that. Okay. I, li- I like this way. I like that they got actual backup dancers, so the focus is just on the girls, and so the girls can just focus on their own parts and not pull a thought, not pull a milk. Yeah, well, you know, say. I was in every single one. <laughs> like I did my one, I did I that one too. I was in, and like, how come I'm not top? Yeah. No, yeah, I like this better. Next up, we have Sonique. Sonique. Kylie Sonique. And Tom, like like Trinity K. Bonet, I don't know her. Who, who was this? <laughs> this Steve? is Steve Tyler, the lead singer of Aerosmith. Uh, and I love this, yeah, because if you think about it, this is the first true like drag king performance on Drag Race. No, we've seen them on um, Snatch Game. No, this is the first time we've seen a woman play a man oh yeah okay so i thought this was like a fun and expected and and really cool and brave choice for kylie this is really really good yeah uh i thought she embodied steve tyler really really well and he's got all these quirks and a really particular way of performing to the camera and he looks a bit very particular way in his videos and i thought she embodied that really well uh love the wind machine love the lips thing at the end um yeah I only realized who it was when she did the lip thing at the <laughs> yeah. end. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, that's who she's being. Yeah. It was very good. He was a judge on American Idol at one point. Yeah. In terms of performance, I think she nailed it. I really felt like she nailed that yeah. from the beginning to the end. Um, all the ho- like, I don't know who this guy is, but I, I have seen performances of the sort mm-hmm. before. I know this person. I yeah. know this rock artist. Yeah, and so I, I think she did a really good job with it. Absolutely, and I don't kind of like the when, let's 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 go do a a moonwalk back to yeah. uh, Shakira. Okay, 
Yara as Shakira, especially in the choreography and learning. And as Jamal Sims was trying to teach Yara how to the choreography, Yara was yeah. like, "But Shakira does it this way. But Shakira <laughs> does it that way." But like she was very much doing um, Thorgy with Stevie Nicks and the the mm. no don't mm me because the issue is that when you respect someone too much you want to represent the literal version of that artist i don't think thought she quibbled with jamal about how thought she was portrayed i think she quibbled about not having enough time on stage no she said that stevie nicks usually would do it like this and that's not how stevie would do it i don't remember that but i do remember that's why i'm talking about it now Thank you. <laughs> so um, I think Yara, a lot of times when you respect the artist too much, it's hard for you to break from what you know that they okay, are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. what you need to understand is that you are doing a drag version mm-hmm. of that person. And I I think the Yara founder, I definitely think that I saw it here with Sonique. Yeah, I would compare it to Raja in the sense it maybe wasn't the most complex performance of choreography in the world but she really embodied the character so i'm gonna give her a five cool i'm I'm gonna give it a four yeah only because of um difficulty that's it now let's talk about jan jan for me did a five star performance let me just see if i agree with that after talking about it Mm -hmm. now she started off with the piano yeah she exactly think out loud (laughs) she did the piano performance very gaga very like that's how she Mm -hmm. you know we've seen her all the time we've seen her bring her foot on into the piano Mm -hmm. and i thought that was a good touch and then she went straight from a semi-ballad it wasn't it was like a ballad pop and then she went into a full-on pop performance and then she started dancing and i really did get the energy from that i got the hole oh, i'm gonna go for god i'm sick of being safe and she mm-hmm. went hundy she went for she went to a hundred plus she did. and she was giving it everything uh i saw a hundred percent on her movement i saw a hundred percent in her face i yeah for me this was a five-star performance it was really classic jan wasn't it because she really gave it her all and the was <laughs> isn't i it? mean this is jan isn't it jan gives a I mean, this, this was not Lady up, Gaga. She, this was Queen Gaga. This, it was, that's how extra she went. Empress Marchioness Gaga. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, there were points in this when I was thinking, like, is she giving a bit too much? But then I was like, that's what Gaga does. Gaga's a pretty, like, she's a very energetic, like, slightly manic performer. Like, Jan, this is actually a perfect choice for her. And, like, again, like, I felt like in my head I was being a bit mean and critical of Jan. I was like, she's giving too much. But I, I think it was an accurate portrayal. I think that's what Gaga does when that's how she hits her moves. Well, was she giving a bit too much, though? I don't know. Should we watch it again? No, no, no. I think we've just got to make up our minds. Because um, I'm not comfortable giving a five, but I really did feel like this was very I think good. She I had think one of the most complicated pieces. She had a, yeah, to exactly. Do. She had a complicated piece. She basically had a ballad type moment where she had to try capture lady gaga for example she had mm-hmm. a sneak performance and then she also had a big dance break performance there so she she had both she was hitting the moves and she's giving loads in her face and I, I really the more i think about it the more i think she fulfilled what the assignment required of her and i think she did really really well i can imagine the judges saying you're being too jan you're giving too much jan when are you gonna rein it in a bit jan because i really do think they're trying to push it to the edge I, this, was good. this was a good performance. It was good. We'll, um, we'll give it a, a five. A five. It's a five. Now we had a carrier. A carrier was Prince. 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 So my name is Prince, and I am funky. 
I let's think about Prince. I what, love what did Prince. you think? What did you think of Akira's portrayal mm. and characterization? I'm a big Prince fan, and Prince basically his whole shtick is oozing sexuality and charisma and androgyny on stage. Uh, you can't take your eyes off him, and he's got like this ease of performance, hasn't he? Uh, and but also he can really pull off the moves. He can drop into splits. He can do all sorts. Um, so he chucks that in as well. What do I think here? I think um, Akira embodied him pretty well. I think she had like this easy sexual thing going on and she was kind of slinking around the stage. Um, I do know and I do recall that Akira can, she's capable of dropping into a split or two. I would have liked to have seen her incorporate that because it was a really like classic Prince thing to do, but she didn't choreograph it. Um, The illusion of Prince to me was like ever slightly off she didn't go in hard enough with the facial hair or something I was still actually getting drag queen not not Prince that's good hmm that's good right well she's she's portraying a male character mm-hmm um, as a drag queen yeah but what I'm saying is I got I I mean or, she was in heels I almost saw a drag king if you like I almost saw like a woman portraying Prince okay um, I think she could have gone in a bit harder with the illusion. Prince wore heels. Like, that's fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He was only tiny. He was like 5'4 or something. From what I remember of Prince, a lot of his his moves or his sexuality, it, it oozes yeah, from it your body. It's like it's not an obvious 5, 6, 7, 8. Mm-hmm. He sweats. He yeah. sweats out this charisma, this sexuality, yeah. and it's something that has to start from inside, and it and it comes out. So yeah. even though his movements aren't big and gyrating, it, it doesn't have to be because he's just he's cool. Yeah, that's Prince it. is he's cool. The essence of cool. Yeah, he's cool, and I don't have to like do all these big movements. I can do a small because it's internal and it's mm. sexy and it's it's. But then it's he has these oozy. bursts of energy as well, where he do these more complex moves. So that's that's one. Thing thing i was missing but i i think i liked akira's performance i I really really liked it i'm gonna give her a four but because i think like eureka's madonna performance i'm a bit picky about some of my favorite icons and Mm -hmm. how they're how they're portrayed i would have given her a three a strong three oh okay a strong three for akira okay for me yeah now pandora was carol channing Wow, she's taking it right back. She revisited the character that she did for the first ever Snatch Game and with whom she narrowly missed out on the win. It's just because Tati's Britney was so good. Yeah. Um, What did you think? I thought that it was a very Broadway-type performance. It was very Broadway, and this performance relied more on characterization Mm -hmm. than it did on... uh, choreography yeah and you can almost you can argue that some of these girls did a good job at hiding away from this challenge by choosing artists who mm-hmm. weren't big choreography queens so and if they aren't themselves good at dancing choreography then they knew that they had to choose someone where they didn't have to do too much mm-hmm. of a wow factor dance yeah. break and so because of that I think she nailed the character hands down, but it was it was easy. Okay. But she she did what she did what needed to be done. She did what okay, needed Laura to be Roach, done. She did what needed to be done, <laughs> and you can't fault her for that. But it was piss easy. 
It was well, easy. You could, I mean, I thought this was very funny, and it was like the main word I think of is like adorable. This is such a cute performance. Yeah. Um, and you could argue really that the skill lay in the characterization yep. rather than the music. And you know, she moved about a bit. She did that little Charleston y thing and a little bit of a tap thing. Yeah, it wasn't super duper complex. But um, she brought that Carol Channing energy and personality and cuteness, you know. Um, I thought this was lovely. Okay. I'm going to give it either a strong three or four. I'm stuck on it. I want to give it a, a four, but I just wish it was more difficulty. There was more difficulty in it. It's copy out. No, I want to give her a strong three. Okay. A strong three. I'm going to give it a high. I enjoyed it a lot more than that. And like, I think I've just got a tendency to score higher than you. I'm going to, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give her a five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and Miss Congeniality for the podcast goes to Tom. <laughs> Now, my five, and I think this should be my first five. The last one I said was a strong four, okay? Mm-hmm. Because this is a five. Yeah. Trinity K. Bonet doing Beyonce. Trinity knows every little thing about Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She knows the way Beyonce holds her weight. Yes. She knows how Beyonce, uh, she knows the shapes that she holds. Mm-hmm. She knows the, 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 the things that she does with her face, the walk, the where little walk where she just walks. Yeah. That's that's how Beyonce walks. She had the choreography down big time. Yeah. She had every, I mean, this was, this was a perfect performance for me. I agree. I was, highly impressed and it probably turns out i was actually scoring everybody out of six all along because this is a six uh, this is this is just this is just perfect she 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 hit all the it was one of the more complex choreography um she embodied her so well it was all those little beyonce quirks she hit it all yeah i, I like she she finally proved bianca del rio wrong this was beyond the choreography. Would you say it was like, be- even beyond, in- say? Yeah. <laughs> God, stop it. <laughs> this was beyond the choreography. Yeah, we all know she can dance. We, she can mm. do the choreography. What Trinity did was she captured the things that, that Beyonce does. The, yeah. the little things. Like, the way that when she walks, there is a slight shimmy. Mm. And the way that her she holds her hands. The way that when sometimes Beyonce hits a beat, she lets that hand simmer back to the starting yeah. position. Yeah. The way that her... The way she looks, how she, how she looks to the left and right. Mm-hmm. She just nailed those those things that, were, that are Beyonce. And that's what makes this a five. She was Beyonce. She proved that she was a super fan who's been practicing her whole career for this moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is the moment this that is counts. That counts. <laughs> this is the moment that, that counts. counts. <laughs> this is an absolute five out of five. It was amazing. It was perfect. This is my first six. Trinity is just a performer. This I, is... I, I can watch her perform over and over. This is a six. Now it's time for your favorite time, Tom. Mm-hmm. We got the runway and the category is The Frill of It All. It's a frills, isn't it? Frills. First up we got Ginger Minge. Talk to me. So Ginger Minge, I love the colour of this, this kind of like uh, lavender purple colour. It's very Hello Dolly to me, very Barbara Streisand in Hello Dolly, that kind of thing. I think she did wear a purple dress in that actually. I wonder if although she said she she was she mentioned Scarlett O'Hara actually when she was coming out, but I, to me it's very Hello Dolly. It's very gone with a wind. 
for me it's the, a similar sort of stylistic reference yeah yeah i think it looks cute tom it looks comfortable <laughs> i think she looks like i want to if i saw her walking down the street i'd want to touch that material it looks nice i think it's cut nicely and it cinches her in and stuff because like ruffles could really bulk her out yeah so i think she, she's got like this empire line thing going on the two doesn't it i think it's a two yeah what about eureka i like eureka's um reveal very she, campy very eureka She's giving me Pamela Anderson meets Dolly Parton because uh, she, she came out with this big ruffled duster. She threw it off and she had this sort of Barbie cowgirl ensemble on underneath with the ruffled pants. So octopus realness, Tom. <laughs> is she octopus? Is she, she octopussy? Octopus realness. Um, yeah, it was nice. Cowgirl frills. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. This is a classic Eureka, if you ask me. You know, it's camp, it's silly, it's drag, but it's also polished. And it's another two, isn't it? Now, yeah. Raja's next. Did you know that Raja... Raja? Raja. Raja. Raja made all but one of her outfits. This is amazing, yes. And her budget was under $2,000. She made all of her outfits but one. How? I mean... The talent. That's amazing. The talent. She's That's... already made profit. She's exactly. She's made twenty five. <laughs> she's already made money. But I mean, I just think that this is amazing proof that you can go onto the show without spending too much. But then you have to remember that she's a talented seamstress. You need to have. Yeah, you need to be a seamstress to save that much she's money. She's a talented seamstress with a really good taste level. Mm. So she's got both sure. going on. What did you think about this look? I love this. Another color. I, uh, there's loads of pastels on this runway, which I love. Debbie, pastels. Um, but I love this sort of like periwinkle blue, which is a similar color to the outfit she wore the blue ball in, actually, isn't it? Um, very Victor and Rolf, this, the kind of um, uh, grand, tool, fluffy dress. Um, also very Cinderella, you know, I'm getting... I was going to say very Cinderella in the sense that if you got dishwashing liquid mm -hmm. and put it on her, her the bottom part of the dress, mm -hmm. put a bit of water and just made her roll on the floor, <laughs> she could she could mop a whole house. She mothers, would. mothers, people are, people who are listening, if, you, if, if you're a cleaner, you, if you clean the house, you need to get this dress because all you got to do is put the cleaning material on the damn frills, mm. get a bit of spray, a bit of water and then just walk around the house and, and it just... <laughs> watch it watch it wash away all the dirt absolutely um but very very beautiful and practical dress yeah she reminded me of that um remember that cinderella dress that zendaya wore that tommy hilfiger one mm -hmm. at the met gala uh, cute. this is beautiful i love it uh what about yada now yada how, where was the fringe tom can you no, explain this to me you're that, you're the expert here i guess this is open to, you know the category is open to interpretation and most of the girls went with tool tool where was the tool um, for their interpretation of frills? Jada, it seems to me, she had more of a fringe going on on her dress and classic Jada Sophia hair with this kind of like cross with the hair hanging off it, which you could interpret as a bit of a frill. Um, overall, it didn't give me... It, I didn't instantly say frills when I saw it, but it was a very beautiful dress. It was kind of like this beaded Bob Mackie-esque gorgeous like sunset orange color with an elegant tall cape coming off the back yeah uh, and just with the classic shadow twist with the hair so did she necessarily stick to the runway category that well maybe not they might criticize her for that but she looked beautiful and i loved it so she had a dress and tried to make it fit the challenge <laughs> yeah 
Um, she, this is what we call a resourceful queen, everyone. Yeah. Good. Yeah. A queen with a budget. Mm-hmm. I love the look, but if it's not part of the category, then it needs to be said. However, like sometimes it's hit or miss whether they care or not. Yeah. Like, was it last week where Silky, um, her, was it a redemption look? No relations to the original look. And then was it Ross Matthews? Like, this has nothing to do with the challenge, but I don't care. <laughs> Bitch, you have to care. You're a judge, this, Ross. You're a judge. You have to care. You, this, I mean, come on. Ross, you're getting paid tens, if not hundreds of dollars an episode. I think that this is a great one. Look. Maybe 200 he gets. Uh, next up, we got who? Who's that? Scarlet. Scarlet Envy. So this is great. I love this. It was very kind of like early noughties Heatherette for me. This kind of stoned, gaudy, tall, another like cowgirl Barbie kind of look. But she wants to be a ballerina. It's like su- a southern bout. It's like Raja made one in pink and then gave it to Scarlett. <laughs> I feel like Wouldn't this is faster. a Raja design. Yes. I mean, She's, it could easily Scarlett's be a Raja just design. She's just a yeah. model. I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe I can't. I love the shoes. I love I the hat. The headpiece head is really clever because you look at it and it's like, is that a bow? Is it a hat? I'm not sure I care. Mm. It's beautiful. Okay. Is it a two to boot? Two. Yeah, go on for a two. I'm a sucker for tool, so I'm loving this runway. I love Sonique's look. Sonique looks like a gay jellyfish, a glamour jellyfish, a fairy god jellyfish. Jellyfish. Yeah, (laughs) That's what she looks like. She's stunning. This is really lovely, and I think she's one of the girls who fulfills the brief the best because it's just frills all over so she's got like these long wizard sleeves and this asymmetric hemline another gorgeous like lavender color as well um the asymmetric hemline and all the tool gives me um jean-baptiste valley have been doing that kind of thing over the past few yeah, years Jean-Baptiste Valley. yeah um so it gives me that also reminds me a little bit of um dress that ketamine wore on um drugs down under but oh yes, I know what you're talking the about. The one that was a bit more eyes van herpeny, but um beautiful, really, really beautiful. And she's got the pastel sort of Katy Perry hair going on. This is a major two. It's yeah. a two. So it was Jan. Now Jan's the only one that's gone for a different colour palette, isn't she? She's gone for the darks, the maroons, the crimson. She definitely stands out on this runway. So she's gone for a kind of a kind of a Jean-Paul Gaultier French Cancan Moulin Rouge look. Yeah, but um, I, I also think that it's a uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier look yeah, as well. Yeah, I'd yeah. say a Cancan, maybe French. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Thank you. I think yeah. she looks really beautiful. Do you know, Jan always looks really, really polished. Her makeup's always really clean. She's got, for someone who isn't hood, she's got money. She has got money. She seems to have money coming into the show, though, because her runway looks were always pretty good. And and then, she went, and then she went to that, um, that prestigious music theatre school that's oh, very yes. expensive. Very they expensive. they got money. You could always argue with Jan. She, she's a little bit of a chameleon that seems to be trying on different identities on the runway each week, but I think it's part of her charm. She's a drag queen. Let her do it. Let her play dress up, for God's sake, you know. Who are you? You attacking her? I win the night, Jacob. Back it up with your eyes. I saw you, Um, but yeah, she looks gorgeous, and yeah, I like the contrast in colour. She really stands out in this room. Very Moulin Rouge. I love the look. It's very polished. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, the best look, in my opinion, because of its theatrical um, movement performance art, is the next one here, Akira. Akira, who came out and then blossomed. Interestingly, not standing in a position on the runway in the order she came out. Don't know what that's about. 
So she's standing there and she came out as a closed rose and then yeah. a rose opened and then the petals became a dress. I mean, if, if, if she walked into a club and did this, the gaze would be on the floor. She would the be gaze would be screaming. Yeah, that, that, that she can have all my ones. She can have whatever she wants. Free drinks for the night. This is my favorite look this week. This is beautiful. It's drag. It's polished. It's elevated. It's performative. Um, she, I, I love this color scheme, the kind of like hot pink of the petals and like the cool greens of the bodice. Looks expensive. Um, reminds me of kind of uh, John Galliano for Dior or uh, Moschino did that floral runway a few years ago as well. Yeah. Uh, could be, she could be walking that runway next, I love to, it. next to the Hadids, you know. It's just amazing. I love it. This is fashion. This is really, really this good. This is fashion. And this, this is, really is drag. Good. This is just, okay. Pandora. This is cute because it's like whatever happened to baby Ch- Jane, but in her prime, you know, <laughs> a- after she was a child star, but before the descent into insanity. It's, yeah, okay. You know, she's riding high off the success of I'm sending a letter to daddy and she's she's living life. I don't think the fit is the best the fit's a bit off. I think she's gone for comedy shoulders a little bit with the shoulder pads and the frills there. Um, but it's cute and I love the camp and the reference. She's like a doll. Yeah, it's a bit kawaii. Very a little bit anime, a little bit kawaii as well. Kawaii, yeah. yeah. What are you are you going to toot this? I'm going to toot it because I think, I think it's cute. Yeah, I do, gonna, do you know what? I am biased towards Pandora. I've got a real soft spot for her. Yeah. Yes, Tom. Yes, yeah. Tom. Last, we've got Trinity K. Bonet who just comes out in pageantry realness that's all i'd describe this as it's like classic american drag pageant gown you know it's it's strapless it's it's heavy and expensive looking it's opulence it's opulence it's stoned it's ruffled i do like this coral color mm-hmm. she compares herself to a lovely salmon doesn't she it's gorgeous it's gorgeous tom we've seen all the looks we've seen the performances who are your tops and bottoms who are our tops and bottoms my clear top is trinity She's the only one that I gave six to. Yeah. Um, other girls who kind of like might vie for it. Like Jan. So Jan was really, really good. Yeah, you can't, you can't take it away from her. Um, and I think they're the ones who are competing for the top spot this week. My bottoms, um, unfortunately, are Ginger, much as it pains me to say. Yep. Um, Ginger's like the the clear weakest, unfortunately. And the only other ones I didn't really give fives to are um, Eureka and Akira, but I was just very, very critical of them because of how iconic the performers they were portraying were. Yeah. Uh, thing is, Akira's got the best runway. That's it. Could keep her out the bottom. That's it. Akira has the best runway, but if I had to look at the performances, the least strongest performances for me mm-hmm. was... Ginger Minge. Yeah. Uh, Akira. And I'm going to have to say, if I had to go there, Pandora. Because I, it was just I so plain. I can see where plain. you're coming from. It was plain Jane. Like, how ironic. Um, it was very plain Jane. So I think those, for me, would be my bottoms. The tops are definitely out of Trinity or Jan. I would give the win to Trinity. Again. Trinity... Um, fulfill the brief yeah. the best this week absolutely um, yeah let's have a look let's just start by saying congratulations to our winner 
Jan. Jan. We're all it's feeling done. the Jan to see. It's done. Congratulations. She finally got the... She can, she can go now. now. she can go, she yeah. Go next week. <laughs> now yeah. the producers are like, hey, now she can go. Uh, who do we have next? Congrats. It took uh, two seasons, but yeah. It was definitely between her and Trinity that was in the top. Uh-huh. I, I mean... They were both. They both did each other's queens proud, but because yeah. I, I, I prefer Trinity's performance. But it was very close. I think the only other five I gave to was Jan, but it was a hesitant five. But it was a five nonetheless. Yeah, and I mean, uh, if Trinity hadn't won last week, she'd have won this week. Yeah, yeah. and so the bottom two. Well, the go with the bottom three. The bottom three was Ginger Minj. Akiria and Yara Sophia. But then Ginger was spared the bottom two, which I, I love Ginger. And it saddens to see me, for me to see her not doing well two weeks in a row. Uh, but being completely fair, I do think she was the worst performance and she didn't have... Her runway was gorgeous, but it didn't shouldn't have saved her. Akira's runway should have saved her. Yeah. I'd... Really, it's it's very rare that it does unless it suits the plot line, as we've said before. Yeah. Do you think it was fair for Jada to be in the bottom? We, we did have our criticisms of her. I mean, from the face up, yeah. Mm. From the face up, it was like blank and you perform a lot with your faces. Yeah. So it was very fair critiques. Yeah. But performance-wise, I really, like I said, I would have put Pandora down there. Because of the simplicity and how beige and bland it was. Well, but she did what needed to be done. She didn't do a bad job at what she did. Mm. So it's, yeah. Pandora and Scarlet's like nooch edits continue. They've been like. So safe. the bottom two was Ikiria and it was Ikiria and Yara. And we did see it. We've watched Untucked, haven't we? And I think what was interesting to play out, if you ask me, was. Um, the clear lack of alliances that Jada's built up in the group. She didn't seem to have gelled with them for some reason. Jara's an out there, kooky, wonderful individual who marches to the beat of her own drum. And for some reason, she's been, I, th- I think she's operated as a bit of a lone wolf in this competition. She's also like, not that, there aren't that, you know, there's nobody else from season three. Um, there's only a couple of other queens from early seasons, like Pandora and Sonique, that I don't know if she's necessarily friends with. She seems a bit on her own, whereas Akira has numerous alliances. She's got a bunch of her season 11 sisters there. Yeah, I, I really do feel like the lipstick judging really came down to who pleaded their case. Yeah, the thing about Yada that is that Yada is so proud too proud she's too yeah she's too proud she doesn't want to say please she doesn't want to she knows that she should say please pick me but she thinks mm-hmm. she's above that she's like she's relying on her track record to speak for her and they'll just consider that i don't she doesn't feel like she needs to say it and she's too proud to say it. Mm-hmm. where zakaria was saying i want to stay here please let me stay yeah. you know and so i guess the queens was like well you want to be here because you're saying it more and Kira played the game better yeah. in, in the workroom and also was able to play to her numerous friendships and alliances. So Jan had a lip sync against Jessica Wilde. It's Jessica been so Wilde. long. Oh, mm. I, I love the drink. I love drink. the drink, oh, yes. Dreams um, of a golden child. Let's talk about the lip sync. I just, Jan is not a good lip sync she went, freestyler. She, she went for a weird choice, which reminded me of Jackie Cox's weird like comedic choice that she made in that disco song jan is very 
She's good at choreography. She's good at doing what other people, you know, like she's good at the five, six, seven, eight. Mm. But it looks to me like when it comes to a freestyle of her own, she not she isn't she's not good. I'm mean, yeah. let's call it for what it is. That it her is. lip sync was awkward to watch, and I was I, <laughs> I started to cringe when she was doing that kind of tick, that Tourette's tick. Um, what was looking that? over and I was just like this is really awkward I'm <laughs> like Jan like what are you doing like come on like try win this one now no it was very easy a win for uh, Jessica Watt yes, I do want to say what? she did her classic hair whipping which I love what she's known for isn't it? it's very she's Jessica Watt for it um, that's how she won her challenge on her season with her hair whip she won the rocker challenge mm-hmm. um, Jessica's wonderful such a sweet queen with like great stage presence Oh, yeah. Isn't she? Yep. Yeah. She's very good. So uh, the lip sync was won by Jessica Wilde. Yeah, and that was and an it easy was, choice. It was a very easy choice. It was process of elimination, really, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest. It, and also, to follow, for this lip sync to follow the one we had last week, it's a bit of a, oh, Yeah. Like, you, you started to get a bit excited about it, and then this happened, and I'm, I'm sure that, RuPaul was like, oh, we should have given it to Trinity. <laughs> Trinity would have turned this out. Trinity would have made it an she exciting can't show. Sync, she can't carry the show and lip sync every week. I would love that. I would not be angry <laughs> at that. I mean, it would, it would be a good story. And so, she can make it to the end for that. Jessica pulls out her lipstick and sadly is the lipstick of her actual close friend, yeah. Sophia. I want to say that Yada is just real. Like she her, her exit was, if all of you... It was along the lines of, ugh, Jesus, gross. But it was just real. It was, yeah. if all of you. And then that was it. They were like, was that it? Like, yeah, she's pissed. She's I, I think she was pissed, but she was also like joking a little bit and nobody quite knows. The, the Queen's reactions confirmed for me, they've not gelled with her. They don't get her sense of humor. They don't know how to take her. Yeah. And Jada says crazy things all the time that I think she's, sadly, I think she's probably annoyed a couple of them at some time or other because they don't understand her. Mm. Um, and yeah, she showed her feelings and she, you know, she did thank Rue though. She did all the usual things, but yeah. I'll miss Yara. I had such high hopes for her, this competition, but don't forget, it's a game within a game, within a riddle, within an enigma, within a mystery. Yes. So who knows what will happen? I hope that she does come back angry and tells him how she really feels. <laughs> and then that will cause the drama. Yeah. I mean, combined with Silky's anger too. So that's it. Uh, join us next week. That's us for Spilling the GNT podcast. Make sure to like us on Twitter and Instagram. Please write us review. Oh, we love subscribe reviews. Thank to you so us. Much, guys. And that's really it. Make sure you join us for Dragon's España in a couple of days. Top four, but not the finale. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. This is Bowler. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.